<laughs> Welcome to the land cave where we're living as nerds, hanging out, talking with Owen, talking gaming, doing his jig right there. You get a little, get a little insight right there. What I get to see. Uh, we're talking gaming. It's it's a big week, uh, not for anything that's happening right now, but um, <laughs> but but for Friday, but for yeah. Friday with some new Zelda. I just thought about it because I mean it's here. been a big week, dude. I mean like Borderlands came out on the thirteenth, which I have not got to touch at all. Uh, Zelda comes out on the twentieth. Uh, there's some, like there's more RPGs if you're interested in Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch the week after that, like. Uh, I thought I was gonna be able to like reasonably catch up, but then I start, you know, playing Final Fantasy VIII, yeah. and then deciding like, hey, I want the platinum. That was a mistake to yeah. care about that trophy, but now I'm too far in. I haven't got to play Gear Six. Yeah, dude, we are way too busy. It's just to get in and play Final Fantasy VIII. I think I need to pick it up. I was I say that, but I'm getting. Um, Link's Awakening on uh, Saturday, or sorry, Friday. So I'm probably not going to pick up Final Fantasy VIII, but I need to because I've never beaten it. You can do it really relatively quickly. Like, I mean, the game was already shorter than seven anyway, but now with 3X, yeah. Um, I mean, you can do it God mode or not. I, I do this thing where, like, for the most part, I don't use the God mode, mm -hmm. but then if I'm farming uh, magic draws, then I'll turn it on while I farm magic draws and then I'll turn it back off when I'm actually going to fight the person. But like I got, I got to disc three in less than 15 hours where normally it would pro like just with the pace that you run at. Yeah. Um, you're probably looking at more like 2025. 20, uh, so it is faster. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that with final fantasy seven. I mean, I got, I got pretty darn far in like, I think 20 minutes. I'm like, just think about how how slow the text and everything is uh, going through, like the beginning of that game. Just the the beginning of the game, intro, getting to the slums took quite a bit back in the yeah, day. That was, yeah, that took forever. Yeah. And then I discovered a really cool thing. I'm just going to brag about it today because so um, if you have iOS devices, this is really cool. The new iOS comes out tomorrow, woo! But I'm on the uh, public beta test, and with the new iOS that comes out tomorrow. They added PlayStation and Xbox controller support, maybe even Switch controller support. I'm not sure about that because I haven't tested it yet. Mm -hmm. um, but we talked about this whenever it first got announced this summer, but I actually got to try it today. Uh, I used the PS4 remote app. I remoted in. I played Final Fantasy VIII on the same Wi-Fi network. No noticeable lag i'm obviously playing a turn-based rpg so it's not like i'm playing a shooter or anything Much, but, it's very forgivable but yeah. flawless like yeah. on, on i again i have good internet but uh flawless like i the controller works great the only thing that doesn't work is the uh, playstation button but there's an on-screen playstation button but <laughs> with apple arcade also launching tomorrow i'm excited to look for controller based games to try out the playstation controller on the apple arcade games yeah pretty sweet it's just it, it's not anything that i'm going to use a whole lot but like if you know if the wife's watching a little television she's got the great british bake off on and you know i want to play a game i'm not i'm not limited to either waiting for her to be done yeah. or being like hey can i have the tv like i can actually just open up the ipad yeah. and do it um i haven't and then obviously i haven't tested it off network but if i could do that that would be sweet too yeah i mean the, the days of having to haul a console from one room to another are relatively gone at this point and it's it's a it's a beautiful thing i i was following you early about earlier about like 
how you know like a LAN party used to run where you'd have to like bring over your gaming rig everyone would bring over their pc yeah and like plug in and start playing some half-life or whatever and now it's it's a different world it's a different world in a in a good way but also like you know there's some nostalgia that you're some nostalgia. there yeah. yeah but it's right now just with that being new like it already had you could already do MiFi controllers but it's just not a big thing i'm telling people like a console that you or your kid you're mm-hmm. you know maybe you're don't you just don't game as much and your kid does that controller that they have can work yeah. on there maybe you find something that you like you're already paying for that arcade subscription anyway maybe there's something cool on mobile and you're like man this 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 controller thing this is this is yeah, nice like what is this works. who plays on a touch screen <laughs> i don't know about that yeah i'm i know the days of touch screens aren't going to go away or anything but no. i feel like it legitimizes a lot of mobile gaming when you have a a, a legit controller uh, speaking of that call of duty mobile coming yeah. out yeah uh, so with this uh releasing sorry i have the release date in front of me and it just skipped away uh this coming october out october something. 1st yeah. october 1st for uh ios and android and yeah that's something that immediately when i saw okay well you, if i can play use a controller with this that's not gonna be bad at all yeah um, i'm really hoping they had controller support um if they don't it's travesty, but the, I I put this on. I, I've I played a lot of PUBG Mobile last mm-hmm. year. They're adding the Call of Duty Blackout mode to this mobile version, and there's gonna I think be like team deathmatch and stuff too. But I'll be playing Blackout probably. But it's it's just like that. It's just PUBG. Like it's a great experience if you have a decent um, data connection or you have a good Wi-Fi connection mm-hmm. at home. It's fun. It's cool. Like it it's a lot funner than I thought it would be. And I was originally playing on the touchscreen. I'm definitely going to be testing the controller as soon as i can um to see if it works i'm going to see if PUBG mobile works i'm going to see if uh, maybe i don't really like fortnite but i might i might check out fortnite and see yeah. if controller works on there it's really cool i it's free you know they're gonna just throw like ads and stuff at you but I'll, I'll let you know at the core of this game you can play like whatever base level thing that they have and not have to worry about spending any money yeah yeah, so all good things, all good things. Speaking of all good things, Final Fantasy VII, more and more Final Fantasy VII stuff. We never Sorry. talk about Final Fantasy if we, Yeah, I was going to say, we never, uh, this is the seventh one in the games of the Final Fantasies. Um, we don't talk is, about uh, Star Wars either. No, nah, not at all. Can't get any of that. <laughs> Go somewhere else for that. Uh, so yeah, so in regards to Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's getting a, a kind of turn-based option it, it, that essentially allows a a pausing and being able to um you know choose whatever choose the attacks and everything this reminded me of like a blend between uh, obviously a lot of this feels king the new like the new kingdom hearts games feels like mm. a blend of that and final fantasy and dragon age like all like having a baby and it's a wonderful thing like to be able again options to be able to have different options and when we play these games if you're a purist if you want that strategy you can do that or you can hack it up like my wife will probably do when she plays the game i'm gonna play it as intended um you know it does add maybe some replay value to that the way that they did it is so it's again anybody who like thinks like oh cool they're putting like a turn-based mode it's still like the live action like it would be but what it does is it fills your your atb your active time battle meter it does that kind of like on its own and you basically have a menu of commands that you input and then like cloud will take care of it for you as as opposed to what the it's going to be where you're 
real-time inputting um yeah those different things and those different spells um cool that they have the option i I can also see if maybe like you just want to be a little bit chiller but i also haven't seen like how the movement works with it yet yeah yeah because that's going to be uh with the and the what the video that i'm showing here is not the new system but uh the added ability to actually run around and not necessarily dodge dodge but to evade an enemy's attack when you're waiting to do your attack i think is uh is beneficial in this as opposed to just standing there as the normal turn-based strategy games where you just stand there and get hit in the face so yeah i mean i i think it's cool they're they're adding it i'm not i'm i may or may not play it that way because i think this is this is intended to be this experience, and I feel like that was put on there, not as fan service, but you know, halfway, halfway as fan service to people who are not happy about action, the action-based game. I think I think what it does is it. There was there was definitely like, like you mentioned those purists. There was those people that were like offended. Yeah. Like how could you do this to Final Fantasy VII? How could you make it a live action RPG? Every time I watch the video, I'm like, how could you not yeah. make this a live? Like, just look how good this is, and you want to hide that behind a turn-based uh, 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 RPG? You want to make that awesome-looking thing, and you want to kick it old school? But what Square is doing is they're saying, hey, we still thought of you. Like we, yeah. we, we still, we still got you, baby. Like You're it's still okay. Important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every everybody buy this game because it's costing us tons and tons of money and lots and lots of years. So here is some kind of turn based action. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that I, I don't know anybody who's a Final Fantasy VII fan who isn't um, going to buy this. Uh, I'm sure they're they're out there, uh, but honestly, this know. is. <laughs> I mean, if you want to play that, if you want to play that version of Final Fantasy, you can play Final Fantasy VII on every um, console, any t- PC, Mac, everything. It has been released on every system ever. So there's there's an NES. Did you know there's an NES like um, homebrew of it? There's an uh, NES actually, homebrew of Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Can you play Final Fantasy VII on anything? Um, I, well, I'd imagine you can't play it on a TI eighty three, but I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. that would just be awesome if, if Final Fantasy VII became the new Doom, where yeah. it's like you could play Final Fantasy VII on anything. Can I play it on my fridge? Because that would be awesome. Can I, I play Final Fantasy awesome. with like a Amazon Echo? That'd be cool. Um, That'd be awesome if like to like lock your fridge. You'd have to like make somebody play like a boss fight or something <laughs> like that. Like you have to fight Ruby Weapon or you cannot yeah. get into this fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll go over pretty well. Yeah, the wife will hate it. You know Speaking what's not going to go over well? What's that? <laughs> if you try and remake the freaking Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, who would remake one of the greatest movies? And it, it's not; it's objectively one of the greatest movies ever made. Um, this has been something apparently that's been talked about talked about in Hollywood. Uh, Carrie always coming out with saying there's a shortage of perfect movies in this world. It would be a pity to damage this one. Just beautiful beautifully put right there and then jamie lee curtis coming in you know dropping the uh care connection so she said well i married the six-finger man obviously we've stayed together for 35 years there's one and there's only one princess bride and william (laughs) goldman and rob reiner's yeah life is pain highness yeah it's how do you how do you remake something like i said as as perfect as this movie um plus i think there's one thing that there's there's no way they could do it without andre the giant 
Well, I mean, so. I mean, there's plenty of giants that you can get out there. If it's a remake, it's a remake. Like, the big show's out there. Batista's out there. Like, they're not going to be as big as Andre. But. Shows, is, shows is probably as big as they'd go who would have, like, actually something to do. Because um, everybody else that much. I saw. He pro- well, he, he's, he can talk. I mean. I guess. I'd probably keep him quiet. One of the worst he's... promoters that's been around for 20 years. <laughs> you know what? He, uh. I could say some positive and negative things about him, but I like him. It's just he's not like every time he gets on the mic, you're just yeah. like, okay. It could be. All right, sure. Um, worse. I just like you know, this is like one of those movies where it's like literally, I don't. There's not there's not a thing that I don't like about that movie. Mm-hmm. Like it is one of those like top tier. Like this is this is a movie that you can't touch like even if you even if you didn't want to remake it you just wanted to like sequel it that's still uh, i know that hollywood has run out of ideas but like uh, just make another comic book there's, there's, there's plenty of superheroes only, out there yeah. just leave princess bride the hell alone yeah. there's just only one reason that you would do it and that's to make money yeah and that's the wrong reason to to be doing this this is it's business yes it's show business but there's an arc to it and you're destroying everything that is holy when you take something that is great and doesn't need a sequel and you make a sequel out of it. Um, yeah. There's a lot so, of movies that don't need sequels uh, that are getting them. And that's one of them. So like yeah. Top Gun. That also doesn't need a sequel. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it too. It sucks. Like, I hate that I'm going to like, <laughs> it's a lot. That's a lock. Like, I probably can't go see it with the West. So it's probably going to be one of those things that I like rent yeah. or even just straight out buy or something. But, um, I'm going to go see it. Uh, but I don't know if, if they remade the princess bride, I don't know that I would see it yeah. like, and at least on purpose. I, I, I wouldn't, I'd find a way to, I'd find a way to watch it well after the fact I would, I'd purposely be, I mean, I'd be one of those people who's like, no, I'm going to watch the original instead of going to the theater. I'll watch the original because I don't see a reason or whatever other movie is going on that that weekend, I'd go to that just so it'd get like lower, you know. Hopefully, other people would do that so that way it earns less money. You know, if people, you know, people can uh, protest, them. protest vote, protest movie watch. You know, I don't want to think about it. No, it's just not going to happen. It's never going to happen. I'm, de- I'm declaring it. <laughs> it better not happen. It better not happen. Uh, something else that better not happen uh, is losing save files. Um, which has happened to all of us, or at least one point or another, I think. And uh, there was an issue where the cloud saves for uh, through the Epic Game Store were being deleted uh, on PC. It has been fixed. It has been fixed. It was a, it was a bug. Um, now, they were saying develop, uh, Borderlands 3 developers fixed a nasty bug, so that means that Gearbox... Is yeah. to blame for this, not Epic, because everyone was trashing Epic, and it's either it's either they're to blame or they didn't know how how to effectively have their system integrate with Epic. But either way, it's something Epic had to fix. So, yeah, uh, uh, Gearbox. I mean, sorry, Gearbox. I don't. I mean, they're going to be the ones to fix it anyway. It, whenever it comes to some, it's, unless it was like a server issue, like it's not anything that Epic would necessarily ever do I, I still i still would think the saves and stuff would go to uh gearbox gearbox yourself yeah yeah 
uh, it's good that they fixed it. It sucks for those people who started on day one. If you didn't, well, then, you know, we're saving you. Honestly, from what I've seen on this game, um, that was a cool sound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I muted my end, man. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, um, man, I lost it. Sorry, we're, you're talking about the, uh, the save files. and Oh, yeah. So if you didn't, oh, the things that I've been seeing at this game is that you don't, necessarily want to start right now um if you're especially if you're a console player like yeah. me and patrick mainly are uh the frame rates there's a lot of crashes um so they're still optimizing it i'm not saying the game wasn't ready to release because it's it looks awesome on pc and everything but in terms of what i'm seeing on console like yeah. it's probably good that i haven't got to start yet just because it seems like there's been just some optimization issues and then obviously this nasty save thing but that was on pc suckers that was that was which which is why i'm kind of getting up by i wouldn't say upset but i keep seeing people who are, are trying to just be contrarian and like i don't know be uppity about the whole epic pc game store thing um so they're posting online about like man i can't wait till this comes to comes to pc or i can't wait till it's released on pc and like they're purposely like being mean about it and also misleading. Like they're like, I don't consider that it came like when they were asked, like, oh well, I don't I don't really think it really got released on PC, it's just through Epic. I'm like, that's on a PC. And you're you're perp you're saying that to be contrarian and you're misleading people who don't know. Because if someone's looking at the trailer or looking at gameplay and they see a comment saying, Man, I can't wait till this comes to PC in like April or something, because whenever the uh maybe it's March. But they're mm -hmm. like you had people i'm sure there are people who like just casually glimpsed over and they're like oh man i don't get to play it till march i'm tired of it at this point uh i get it you know if you don't like that game store cool if you are gonna wait for it to come to steam mm -hmm. also cool don't care it's the people that go out of their way to say like i'll just wait till it's on steam like and just make a point of, mm -hmm. of bashing on it because you know you Yes, you are depriving Epic of a little bit of money by sure. waiting, but you're also depriving um, the developer and the publisher uh, that that revenue as well. And that yeah. also just says that you don't support it day one. There's people out there like that just did it because they wanted to play freaking Borderlands on PC. Um, I don't know, just if you don't want to play it on Epic, that's fine. But yeah. I would also just download the Epic Game Launcher for the free games. I I don't even have a credit card registered with the Epic Game Store. And still, every week, they're giving away... I got Celeste for free. Hmm. I got... Uh, I already own Celeste yeah. on other consoles. But who cares? I got it for free on PC. They're releasing these free PC games that don't even require you to have your credit card information. Like, they... I can't say they're doing awful. Yeah, their platform is not nearly as established as steam and it never will be um you can talk about epic selling your stuff everybody's selling your stuff you probably use google to find that <laughs> game uh yep. just get over it yeah. use what you want to use and then keep your mouth shut yeah speaking of pc gaming quick uh quick not tangent but quick aside yeah um, i told you about uh wanting to play knights of the old republic the other week yeah and had an I spent an hour trying to get this thing to run on my PC. It's through Steam. I tried everything that people were recommending on the Steam forums. I tried other fixes that people were recommending, including going in, which this did not fix it, but going in and disabling the movies, the in-game movies. 
Yeah, I can which see apparently that. will actually disable the movie. So anytime it comes to a cutscene, it just skips. Yeah, which would be so sad for that game. Yeah. Um, but I did all those things. I spent about an hour, and I thought, you know what, I'm I'm done. Like, I don't want to troubleshoot this. I got limited time. Uh, and polo you about it, and you were like, yeah, I bet it's on uh, Xbox. I owned it on Xbox <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> this whole time I could have been playing it on my so Xbox. So it was on original Xbox, or was it 360? It's on, it's on uh, original Xbox, but and they it was ported on it? sale. They ported it, and then it was on sale, so I could bought okay. it through the 360 store. So it's playable on my Xbox One. So I just downloaded it on Xbox One and started playing. Well played, yeah. Xbox. Yeah. This is where you are are winning. Yeah, is that yeah. that like look at it? Like the fact that he owned it that that long ago. Yeah, you're able to easily play it on the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this is where Sony, you got to step up. Yeah, and to be able to play the game and not spend like I said, I spent an hour and I was unsuccessful and. Yeah, some people uh, you could you could go in there and I troubleshoot things like all the time. It was my job for a long time, but at some point you have to go. Okay, well, is this worth my time? Is there a better way to do this? Literally to the point where I'm like, should I should I go buy an old PC and have a DOS box going on? I mean, or or Raspberry Pi, like something that'll work better that just does like PC gaming from like the late '90s, and then realized eh, it's on Xbox. Yeah, no, that's exact. Like, like you mentioned, you used to do this for a living. I still do this for mm-hmm. a living. I don't want to mess with my own personal stuff. Like, that's what nobody like. Like, I know, I know that there are some people like that. They like that tinkering, and that's why they do it. But when it comes to me, I like getting paid to tinker, and then yeah. I like doing absolutely nothing at home other than going. <laughs> boop. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite. I'm not quite that way. Like I tinker, but at the same time, like I'll go up to a certain point, and I've learned. I've learned now where that my time is valuable. So I'll go. I'll either go up to a certain point, or I'll analyze it and go, "Is it worth me messing with this? Is it worth me trying to do it, or just pay someone to do it?" Yeah. Um, like it. Sometimes it's it's worth it, and it costs less because I may spend like eight or ten hours in total of my time doing something, and I could have paid someone thirty bucks to do it so yeah, yeah and especially now my like you mentioned time is value also yeah. time is just uh i don't have as much of it these days and sure. so even last night i i turned on uh i turned on my ps4 and i played final fantasy 8 for all of 25 minutes Ooh. um like while my kids slept and then he woke up and i had to put it in standby mode wow. why you can turn why you could turn that on on the pc like i don't think that i could easily walk away yeah. pause the game um just as easily with with a lot of stuff i'm sure that there's a lot of stuff you can do it too but it just seems easier but that said i do miss playing sea of these yeah that was fun yeah i hear you i hear you well i can't wait for though but i don't miss it but i can't wait i miss kojima there's my segue yeah i miss kojima and i can't wait for some death stranding which i can't believe we did our countdown of games that we were looking forward to this fall and i completely spaced death stranding i know it's not on your list but should have been on my list i mean it's on on my list too i'm i'm extremely interested it's just i there's nothing that's making me buy this game day one i want to watch somebody play it on twitch i'm i'm gonna buy it I'm going to buy it day one. I'm going to, I, I was going to say I'll play it day one, but I'll actually be, I'll be out that weekend. Uh, but I'll be playing it shortly after that. Um, and I, I, 
Kojima sent uh, said something recently uh, in an interview this week, which is the weirdest, weirdest way to. He's such a guy. He's he's so he's that, an artist. This, this guy. He's such an artiste. Yes, he, he is. He said, you know, some people say it's almost like the movie Alien, where you grad are gradually finding out what the whole what the whole world is about, what you can do and not do. Maybe it gets maybe it gets really fun when you have completed fifty percent of the game, like fifty percent. The best sales pitch I've heard. Yeah, in the way. players like in the shooters and other genres go into a game uh, with a known rule that you uh, that you think you know what the game is about. I didn't want you to have that. I didn't want to have that feeling. Everyone should start from ground zero, knowing how to pick up the game, pick up and play the game. It's it's wonderful to me. Sorry. Um, what have I show? Uh, sorry. What I have shown makes you puzzled, uh, but it all really makes sense when you play the game. And while that's a weird way to to pitch your game, uh, at the same time, like now I'm more intrigued uh, about it because because I think he understands that and what he's getting at here is it's not a normal game. Uh, and you and I are kind of used to that in some in like RPGs where you start the game. And like Final Fantasy VII, like Final Fantasy VII is good from the beginning, mm. but like it really opens up figuratively and and uh, literally uh, at some points in the game where you really understand what's going on. You get more of a game flow uh, flow to this. Uh, I'd say uh, Metal Gear Five was like this as well, where you know probably the first quarter of the game, like it's it seems straightforward, and then it really you know changes the game, changes the. Uh, narrative but um yeah i thought it was a weird sales pitch but i liked it uh yeah i mean the thing is that it's not going to affect the sales at all like it's just a really weird statement to be like my game will probably be really fun halfway through halfway so through. that means what is the first half that like how like how bored am i going to be it makes me wonder how long the game is i don't know how long as games traditionally are yeah. um I'm, I'm just wondering in the amount of time that that he's made it because mm -hmm. um, this also like feels to me like he's done a pretty good job like who knows if it actually still comes out my bet is still 2020 by the way that's still on the line um that it gets delayed for sure like i just if it doesn't i'm just gonna be so shocked um he said over and over again he's creating a genre mm -hmm. like this is a new genre of games so Kojima, dude, he's so weird. Now. <laughs> who else? Like, who else could say he, that? He's like Kojima unleashed. Like ever since he left yeah. Konami, like he's just like hanging out with whoever. A bunch of people thought Keanu Reeves is now going to be in Death Stranding because he tweeted out that he was hanging out with Keanu. Um, he's just living his best life now yeah. that he's left Konami. He's just I. I don't know if I'm more intrigued. I'm no more or less intrigued. I just have like there's nothing that's made me feel like I want to be the one to play it. Yeah. But I will be happy to watch somebody play it just to try and get it because I still yeah. I don't I have no idea. Just like he mentions in there, he's like, you think you know what's going on? I'm like, no, I actually don't, Kojima. I have no idea. I think, I think <laughs> most people. So I've watched the trailer. I've watched analysis of the trailer where people are like speculating and you know it's basically fan theories and stuff yeah of them trying to extrapolate what they think the meanings are and everything even watching that i'm like eh, no like I, I still have no idea what's going on it's like it's like watching hours of dark souls lore videos yeah you still don't really know what's going on um yeah. 
his comment reminded me though of uh one of my one of my friends scott was uh scott gasikowski was saying um so shout out scott if you're watching uh he was saying that final fantasy 13 gets really good like i was like i really didn't dig it like I, I stopped playing it and he's like it gets really good and i think he said 20 or 30 hours in he's like once you get to that point then it gets good i'm thinking i have to put that many hours into the game and then get to play what is good hopefully if your taste is like mine, it maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But like, I don't have this, I don't have the time to waste thirty hours on a game and then be like, oh, I see what's happening now, and I don't know if I want it. Yeah, Cassandra mentioned Dear Esther and walking simulators. Yeah, I will say about walking simulators. That was a genre I had no idea that I that walking I, simulators. Yeah, I had no idea how much I would love them <laughs> until I played Flower. Yeah. Uh, the first that was probably the first, and it's not even walking one. That's just kind of a, a weird simulation yeah. game. I don't know. But those but, aren't. But those aren't forty, fifty, sixty hours. No, games. I don't think this, this is going to be. And I think that's the point game. of those games. The point of Dear Esther and uh, Did you play Firewatch? Absolutely. Yeah. So like those kind of games, like it's it is about exploring, and to me, it's those those are paced almost like a novel. Uh, more than like, I know they have visual novels and stuff like that, but like the, the way that the stories is, 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 uh, is given to you is more like a novel as opposed to a, uh, to a movie or a, a traditional video game. Um, and I, and I loved like Firewatch. I loved that I had nothing, I had no idea about anything about the game until I started playing it. Yeah. Because yeah, like eight or 10 hours into that game, maybe less than that when you realize, when you start realizing different things that are going on. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, so I'm hoping that, that, uh, death training has the same effect at the same time. I don't think that anything's going to be spoiled for me. Um, I think yeah. it's just going to get, you know, more interesting. It just feels like strand of the wild at the beginning. Uh, they talked about how like much they care about the exploration yeah. in there. Like, and you see that big ladder thing, mm -hmm. which totally, it just, it's so funny. <laughs> I want to see that's, that's going to be like half the fun is seeing what people like, figure out that they can put their ladder to just to really test uh, <laughs> the limits of that world yeah uh, everybody's in on it everybody's super interested yeah. in this game and i'm i'm just not like gonna play it because i don't get it but yeah. who knows maybe everybody's like this is what you have like it could end up being one of those things in november that i have to end up picking up but i really yeah. want to see it and the only the only sad part of well, the sad part for me uh, is I don't think this is going to hit any sales because it's coming out in November. I don't think that this is going to Black Friday sale or anything. Um, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. It. I hope it does well, um, especially with the recent numbers coming out about uh, August being the twenty-year low uh, for for gaming. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. And at the same time, when I saw the 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 numbers for the top. Uh, sorry, the top uh, games that were sold. Mm -hmm. That was even weirder to me. So the top, the, the top software, uh, top uh, what is it? Top ten. Mm -hmm. Like four or five of these came out last year or the year before, or in yeah. Grand Theft Auto V's case and Minecraft. Yeah. Like they came out over you know five plus years ago, and they're still on top. They're still on top. They're still on top for. Um, for PS4, uh, and they're top on on overall, and Control really uh, bombed, which is yeah sad. Yeah, because apparently a lot of people are liking this game, and that's another game that I have downloaded that I just mm -hmm. haven't gotten to uh, to start. Um, but I think 
I think did it not even like crack the top 20 for August? I don't, I don't think it did. And it came out at the end too. So, and that that could be influencing it, but I also don't. With with all the releases of Borderlands, of uh, mm-hmm. Gears, Gears of Zelda, mm-hmm. there's no way that it gets in the top five in yeah. August. I mean, in September rather. Yeah, which I mean, this may end up being a game like uh, like Quantum Break, where the the game is really good. It costs a ton of money to make and it's gonna get a following gradually but um yeah but it's just sad it didn't get it you know off of that what's funny is that's this that's the same company <laughs> i know i know <laughs> Did you realize that at first okay i realized it like as i was saying it i'm okay. like i was like i was like remedy totally company. made both of these games <laughs> how sad is that they're such a great company too they just, just i know that they push the they definitely push like the uh not boundaries but they make different games like it like from what i've seen in control just the mm-hmm. mechanics and the way that you can literally like grab like anything with your telekinesis um as far as the sales like being a 20 year low i don't know if there's really an explanation for it um i don't think that that means that games are getting worse or anything i do think that if you look at the npds like not a lot of stuff came out in august it's kind mm-hmm. of a dead month i expect it to rebound a lot but why it's like the lowest in in this many years? I have no idea. Other than that, we're at the end of a cycle, and yeah. nothing came out. End of a end of a cycle, and this is this is a new era in in gaming. As I, we were talking earlier about, um, you know, previous generations having to, you know, the like the LAN environment, like I mentioned, of of uh, having a LAN party or physically unplugging your xbox and plugging it into another room uh now playstation you can stream it the switch you can just take it on the go dock it in another room it's no big deal um i think we're we're in a different environment and also with digital sales we're in a huge uh you know it's an un you'd think that it would be a known world at this point but it's still unknown for a lot of retailers which is why gamestop allegedly i think this is this was confirmed right it was a leak at first. Yeah, well, somebody's somebody confirmed it at IGN saying it's legit. I don't it's think legit. I don't yeah. think GameStop is actually. I heard yeah, because I heard some GameStop people saying, "Hey, you know, they try out different things in different regions just to see what's going to happen." Yeah. Um, as soon as I saw this, I was like, "This looks like a pretty cool store." Like, I mean, yeah, you got merchandise and stuff, but it looks organized, and you got this nice, nice little mini, you know, couch slash love seat, whatever. You got some area in the back here so you can actually game. It creates an environment, which we've been talking about. Didn't, didn't we like straight up say this like repeatedly in the past? Like, why not have a place where people could just come and chill out and play games? I'm pretty sure we literally talked about this last week, whenever they were talking last about week. <laughs> Yeah, when, uh, whenever we were talking about the different points that they had come up with to kind of fix their system and how this this is apparently isn't what every GameStop is doing. Yeah. Um, but this one is, is focusing on retro, focusing on they have a board game area in there as well that the guy's describing. The my other favorite thing is that looking at the the it's not overwhelming in terms of all the used games. Mm-hmm. Like I that's one of my the things I hate the most about going into GameStop is that I just feel like I'm in this clutter yeah area with all the extra merch they have now which admittedly is really cool merch like they they do sell some really cool stuff from think geek that was a great pickup but it just they fill up their store so much it's all over the place well it's like i feel i always feel like there's some type of sale going on 
to get rid of clearance stuff because they have so much they have yeah. so many items that every time I'm in I'm in a GameStop they're doing a clearance of a ton of items um which sounds great for the consumer but yeah it seems like this random grab bag of like bins of five dollar you know mix and match merchandise i'm like i yeah i would i'd i would go to this place and like hang out and play some retro games and buy stuff while i'm there i mean that's kind of i, I think especially for teenagers for college students like this would be a place to congregate and spend a lot of money so i'm down with it if this is the direction they move in yeah, because I think even in the obviously we don't have the audio on the video, but I yeah. think they they even mentioned that there's going to be like a snack bar in this particular yeah. kind. Like, this is cool. This is a thing where uh, I wouldn't do it anymore. I'm kind of like past that that point yeah. where I want to hang out at the store. Um, it, it's possible, but it's very like. But I could take my kid to this, you sure. know, whenever they're old enough and be like, check out. You know, this is uh, a cool place to chill. Like, play some Mario sixty four. Let, let me kick your butt in mario kart yeah. real quick and, and this i forgot what he said here but like if that allows you to search and like i mean obviously you're probably not gonna be able to straight up order there but to be able probably to search, maybe search inventory i don't know but like i i hate saying this but like even with like retail stores like if you give me i don't know if you give allow me to interact or not interact and just come and go as i please like I, i'd rather do that i'd rather interact with people who are wanting to have fun and like Rather than every like I said, every time I go into GameStop, the it feels like they're they're pushing clearance merchandise, they're pushing everything. Um, there are some really great GameStop employees that that are really cool. Some of them are I'm friends with on on Facebook. Some of them I see, but there's a lot of them that get burned out. And I feel like this would be like a much you know more chill place to uh, to hang out and to work. Just to work would be awesome. Yeah, obviously at this point we've reported on it plenty enough uh that the the gamestop has to do something um this is interesting i i'm curious now there's two stores in my area i'm wondering what they turn theirs into like what concept they're going to get mm -hmm. um, from the company um just because it, whatever I, it's all interesting i i just want to know if any of it ends up working yeah. um and that'll be that'll be the real thing it's good and i think it's with this kind of individual based thing it's going to be uh you're going to need to hire some decent people that know mm -hmm. their like community and what their community wants because maybe there's a lot of people in that area that like to play D D. like you could turn that into a thing like yeah D, &D nights or maybe there is people out there that want to play retro smash on like gamecube mm -hmm. or something like that uh and you can have like little that local tournaments and, yeah it's like it's going to require a lot of good stuff i i hope it works out um we need there needs to be a brick and mortar video game place mm -hmm. um everybody loves to hate on GameStop, but it's still i think much like toys r us like yeah. it would just be it would be a sad thing to be like oh yeah i was in remember, that. I was remember in... kb toys yeah dude i was in a spirit halloween last weekend and it was in uh an old toys r us oh. and it's not a toys r us that i'd ever been to no but i could feel it yeah outside i could feel it walking in and thought you know thinking of the thanos memes and everything going on but like man that was that was such a loss because those stores were those stores were so cool i know they're revitalizing it one way or another but yeah, we'll that, that was that was amazing like an amazing time to not just to be a kid but just even to be an adult to go in and the amount of the amount of amazing toys that they had there it, I, I don't know you can do online shopping all you want and i love online shopping but nothing 
nothing beats that feeling of going in and, and discovering uh, things like that. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I've been going to GameStop. Mm-hmm. I've been going to the GameStop in my area since it was Electronics Boutique, and then EB Games, mm-hmm. and then GameStop. It's, it's, it's literally a company that's been, uh, you know, somewhere that I've actively gone. You know, yeah. not so much in recent years, but that's the same thing as Toys R Us. Like I hadn't been in a Toys R Us in forever until they announced that we were, they were closing and so we went to go see just you know what kind of cheap stuff we could get yeah um found a couple of zelda things that are on the shelf up there um you know we don't you know this is that that old school thing of like i don't want them to completely go away yeah i know that they're not successful and i'm going to continue to buy the majority of my things on the internet but i will happily i'll happily bring you know whenever the kid's old enough like they don't need you know amazon doesn't shouldn't be how a kid experiences no. shopping for a toy i need to be able to take the kid to a toy store i need to take yeah. them to a game store and be like this is look look at all the cool stuff yeah yeah, yeah. and and walmart does walmart and uh, target just don't cut it with that no. um i will say there was like there's some line of uh it's it's some line of like girls i i it could be boys whatever but like i'm pretty much sure it's geared to girls like these dolls that are about like this big that have like different i don't know if you've seen this on like toy in target and walmart but like they have like different accessory sets of like uh outfits and like play sets and stuff right it's like no so like they're big it's not like barbie they're like they're like like my buddy like a little bit smaller than my buddy but they're they're not like um plush uh, and they have like all these different things. American like, girl. Doctor. It's not American girl. I can't. Remember. Okay. I don't know what it's called. But like, I was looking no. in there, going, Sorry. all of the stuff in this here. Like, if I was, if I had a, a, a little girl, or like I said, or boy, it doesn't matter what they're into. Sure. But it's definitely geared towards that. But like, if I had a kid, I'm like, I would, I would be buying everything in this aisle. Because I was like, "Holy crap! You can have you can have a horse, and oh, is there a stable the horse can go in, and like ev- like ridiculous amounts of places. Literally the entire aisle. Yeah. And that was, and then the rest of the the toys were just kind of a hodgepodge. So, I don't know. Like, there's something really cool about that dis- that moment of discovery that I had as an adult lo- looking at this. I'm sure. And thankfully, the wife understands me, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I get it." But like, I'm sure some some people were like looking, like going, "What the fuck's this guy's problem?" <laughs> no nah, it's a it's a different era uh, yeah. they understand that some of this stuff sticks around i mean look at all the people who played pokemon go when it came out like yeah. we're we're of that generation that we grew up with with these kinds of things we and it's okay to appreciate them yeah but over. like the first thing that i thought of was like the uh like the um star wars uh episode one they had an abu accessory pack that you could put like obi-wan and stuff in and yeah. i was like that was like the coolest thing and i was looking at all this I was like man it would be so cool if i had different accessory packs for all the characters and, and uh that was like as close as we got and you remember when mcdonald's used to do those cool things with big movie releases where they would actually give like it's still cheap stuff but it was stuff that you actually wanted to have i yeah. actually have on my star wars shelf over there a episode one digital watch uh with uh darth maul oh, cool. and obi-wan like it's like a reversible like flip watch like and then there was the batman forever glasses mm-hmm. that you got from mcdonald man yeah they had the toppers too when the when the prequels came out they had like yeah the, um, the tops that you could get like 
just so much different stuff. Also, Batman. I think it's Batman Forever. The tops of the cups, like were like a like a batarang kind of disc thing too. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, I think I was gonna say Batman Returns kind of uh, did a did a number on McDonald's, but I still miss that kind of that viral not viral marketing that uh, mixed marketing and uh, endorsement. Yeah, I don't remember that. It was probably a little before my time just i mean i was obviously like a kid when batman returns came out sure. um but i don't remember yeah any of that the I, first I batman remember i remember being, was batman forever yeah, i remember being a kid when it came out and like yeah, okay. different parents like being like uh like i don't know if this is appropriate for kids and i don't remember it wasn't it was not um i think i was did that movie come out in 91 or 92 um, it was 89 Batman, and 89, I'm pretty yeah. sure... I think it was 90, uh, 91 or 92, right? Yeah. So I would have been, six, like, seven. So, yeah. Um, speaking of things that were, I think, just a little bit before our time, Seinfeld's coming to, new, to Netflix. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, this is, I mean, there's a lot of people in the world that think ne- that Seinfeld's the greatest show of all time, and it's okay to be wrong. I get why people like Seinfeld, though. But, uh... You know, well, Frasier. Frasier's the best show of all time. Cassandra <laughs> uh, really likes uh, Frasier a lot. Frasier um, but it's replacing Friends. Friends is leaving, and then uh, it's going to come, I think, pretty much right after Friends uh, leaves. So I think Friends leaves in 2020, and I think Netflix is, or I mean, uh, Seinfeld's going to show up in 2021. Yeah. I think it's currently on Hulu or Amazon. I can't recall. Yeah. Uh, so it's just. The show's moving around, uh, but I wanted to mention it. I'm sure some people will be excited. That's uh, a show in a lot of people's past that they consider awesome. I never got into it. Um, like I appreciate, like when I see like bits from it and stuff. Sure. I'm like okay, yeah, I get that, but like I didn't. It's a great bit. Like, show. Yeah, like uh, I didn't jump in and binge it. Like I probably yeah. need to do that at some point. Um, but it's not like I mentioned Frasier. Like I legit like have seen every episode of Frasier at least twice. Yeah. Um, Deep Space Nine. Oh. I've seen probably two or three times. I haven't seen it in order ever. Oh, so really? I'm, I know it's weird because I've, I've watched it in syndication or I just like uh, so many times that I'm pretty sure I watched it at least two or three uh, times in a uh, in full. So I'm going to be watching Deep Space Nine uh, in full. I started actually last week. Yeah. Oh, cool. So. I'm loving it. Welcome back. Trying to get the wife into it. Trying to get the wife into some Trek. Uh, hasn't happened yet. She's she's saw in her. You office. can see if she likes Discovery. I could. I could. Feels maybe, new, refreshing. Maybe, yeah, it may it may be the right tone. Go, for her. go new school before yeah. you go old school because yeah. that's one of the things. Like if we were to watch Deep Space Nine and you know TNG. Yeah. New now, like mm-hmm. as I don't know, it probably wouldn't appreciate it nearly as much. Sure. As uh, as I do. Um, well, I figured yeah, it was better than really cool. watch. Yeah, I was thinking it was better than getting her to watch like uh, you know Voyager or Enterprise. Um, as much as I like Enterprise, and Voyager's got its moments, but yeah, yeah, the World War II holodeck episodes mm-hmm. of Voyager, mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> There's some good stuff in that show. Yeah, um, but we'll we'll get off that because we could we could talk about Star Wars or Star Trek all the time. And actually, we'll get we'll get off Star Trek to talk about Star Wars here because never John, happens. <laughs> John Favreau. Uh, was saying that he would like, and he said this is a joke, but he he did say he loved the Star Wars Christmas special, and he said I need to pitch that to pitch to Disney to do a new Star Wars special. I would watch a new Star Wars special. I would totally watch a new Star Wars special. For those of you who don't know, 
This was the 1978, I believe, uh, Star Wars special. Yeah, 78. Yeah, yeah. So this was a holiday special that aired once. Uh, there are VHS tapes. This is a this is a copy of a VHS. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. That's where I found this one. Um, this was actually cleaner than my copy, so I now have this copy, um, and it's horrible. It is it is one of the most worst pieces of television I've ever seen, and it has. And that's what makes it so awesome. And, well, that, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, you have these weird cooking shows. Uh, you have uh, this. What was it? He's like explaining how to use some technology that's just all techno babble. It's completely yeah. stupid. Um, you have the the best part: B. Arthur hanging out here in a cantina. I mean, I would totally watch a new Star Wars Christmas special. I watch. I literally watch this every, uh, around Christmas every year. Well, for those of you who don't know who John Favreau is, uh, he made Iron Man. He's made a bunch of stuff, but he's also uh, uh, the creator or the the showrunner show of yeah. uh, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which is coming on Disney Plus in November. Uh, so if he wants to do it, I said do it. Like I don't, like he could make it lame on purpose. He could make it. Cool. Owen dropped, like, Owen dropped out there for just a second, but oh, sorry, yeah. you, you actually cut out. But yeah, I mean, uh, he was basically getting it. Like, yeah, Favreau could he could make it lame, he could make it great, he could make it completely tongue in cheek, and honestly, we're all going to watch it. Like, and it's Favreau. Like, he's not going to make something that's going to be that's going to be terrible. Like his, what I would think, what I would consider his worst work recently is the Jungle Book, and it's still not that bad. Well, and he made Lion King too, which is not very well loved. Okay, so I haven't seen Lion King yet, but that's only because I heard it's basically shot for shot. And then they, but they took the uh, "Be Prepared" song and they crunched it to like fifty seconds instead mm. of like a full song. Um, they had to make room for Beyonce. Yeah, that was not needed. Beyonce wasn't needed. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it could have been awesome. And I, I mean, I haven't. I have not gone to the theaters for any one of these movies. I have not seen The Jungle Book. I have not seen Aladdin. Uh, I have not seen Lion King. I have seen uh, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. and that is the only one. I'm gonna go. I, I've seen most of them. I, Lion King, I think, is the only one that I didn't see because I heard so much negative uh, negativity about it. I even yeah. saw Aladdin, and Aladdin. I know a lot of people liked. I didn't like some of it. I didn't like a good amount of it. But I'm excited about Mulan. That's actually the one that I'm most excited about. Uh, after seeing the the trailer to that and going, you know, oh, this because people were saying, oh, well, they're gonna they're taking out the songs. So it's not gonna have any singing. I'm like, okay, serious. So it's, it's gonna be serious. It's supposed to be based off the like the actual mythology. Yeah. Like, uh, this, uh, there's a story behind. Yeah, there's a story behind every single one of, of these. Course. So like, the only thing, the only sad part is that that means there's no Mushu. No Mushu. Yeah, uh, and that's depressing. Um, hopefully they they ch- try and figure out a way to get uh, the voice of Mulan in the movie. Um, oh, she needs a cameo. Yeah, just to be in there. She, uh, she's on Agents of Shield right now, and has been for the last really? like, six. Has been for like the last like six years. Um, I can't think of her name. I think it starts. I think it's. Uh, I don't. You're talking about. You're talking about the sing. Is it the singing voice or like I can't remember the voice of Mulan. Oh, sorry, Ming Na Wen. Sorry. Yeah, Ming. Yeah. I knew it was Ming. Yeah, yeah. she's, yeah, she's Agents of Shield. Yeah, like yeah. she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, awesome. 
yeah, so for, for a second there, I was like, I was thinking about like, um, I was confused and thinking of Leah Salonga, and Whitney okay. probably would have hit me if if I had mixed that up. But probably. yeah, Ming, Ming's awesome. Like, she needs to be in a cameo. I hope she gets. Not. I hope she gets a, a just in the movie as to be in the movie. But, um, and then I don't. I've never liked The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the animated movie, mm-hmm. uh, so I probably won't see that one right away either. I. It's not because I just don't care. I just don't yeah. like Ursula. I don't like Ursula as a villain. I don't like. It's a weird thing of like I'm gonna sell my soul to go be with a guy. Like, it just seems yeah. stupid to me. Yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely dumb, and it's a different time, and it's it's a. I like the ending of the real the the original version better. Um, I wanted different to see versions. This. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's Disney. A, no, 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 no. Uh, the, okay. the old school, like the original story. The story. Um, okay, I was the original like, story. That's, that's um, a take. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I, I, it's one of my favorites, honestly, um, for the songs. The story is, I mean, of course, it's a horrible story. It's like every, it's everything you, te- you should teach little girls not to do. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a great, it's, a, it's a, I love this mostly for the songs. The animation's really good as well. Um, I don't even have a problem with the casting for the new one, uh, for the new Ariel, but I don't like Melissa McCarthy for Ursula. That's just, mm, seems I fun. Like I, I think, like uh, I, I think, I don't know. I, I, well, I think it's a little too on the nose. I like Melissa McCarthy for the most part. I think sometimes she can be a little gross. Um, but that's the, that's the humor that she's written mm-hmm. for. Um, but like she was awesome on Gilmore girls. Um, I don't know that so far there's no, there hasn't been a single one of these Disney ones that stood out to me like this is going to be awesome. I'm hoping Mulan mm-hmm. is it uh, because everything that I'm hearing about to start with sounds uh, cool. It sounds like yeah. they're not just trying to reproduce the animated version. I know they changed a couple things in Aladdin. I know that Lion King adds like a song. Yep. Um, obviously, The Little Mermaid will probably do something too. But they're those are so tethered mm-hmm. to previously written material they just ha- it hasn't been like you need to go see this uh hopefully milan is that and hopefully the star wars holiday special uh <laughs> becomes that i really have so since every single one of us is going to have disney plus with all the deals that they're throwing out there mm-hmm. i think they just announced a new one where the, instead of three years you can buy two years yeah um for a decent price i'm still waiting for like that that hulu package but since everybody's going to own disney plus you might as well just do it you know yeah. like <laughs> just uh it would be awesome john favreau is definitely the guy to do it so even though it was a joke i hope it becomes a thing well isn't there, and there's disney plus uh holiday movie coming out isn't there with um i wouldn't shock it? me yeah it's a uh, crap i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it wrong but i i think we actually i talked about this the other week uh yeah noel and it has Anna Kendrick and um, what's his face, Bill Hader. So oh, cool. Yeah, I, like I will see it, Bill Hader. Yeah. So, anyways, let us know what some of your favorite Christmas movies are, and if you watch the Star Wars Christmas special every Die year, Hard, isn't it? Die Hard, Die Hard, Gremlins, Batman Returns. Tell us in the comments. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Okay,